Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And this one belongs to the Reds. The man who made that phrase popular is my guest this week. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson. For those of you who listen to this show in Western Kentucky, many of you are St. Louis Cardinals baseball fans, and for years got the pleasure of listening to games on radio from the great play-by-play announcer Jack Buck, Hall of Fame announcer. And for those of you in Central and Eastern Kentucky, you're probably, or many of you at least, are Cincinnati Reds fans. And for many years, listen to Marty Brenneman describe their games on radio. Brenneman retired after the 2019 season, 46 years as the Reds announcer. But before he moved to Cincinnati, the Virginia native got his big break in broadcasting in his home state of Virginia in 1970. And because of that, that's when he first became familiar with fans here in Kentucky, as we discussed in our conversation. A lot of our listeners throughout Kentucky, well, I say most of them probably, obviously remember you from your days with the Cincinnati Reds, but you, before that, were the play-by-play guy for the Virginia Squires of the old ADA. So you got experience with that, and especially coming into Freedom Hall in Louisville, and seeing games against the Kentucky Colonels. Well, I have a great memories of, of that time in my career. And, and you, the, the Squires, uh, I was fortunate because in the time I was there, Charlie Scott came through there, who was an All-American at Carolina, Julius Irving, who was a nobody until he burst onto the scene uh, with the Squires, and then later George Gervin. Um, so I saw great players on the team that I was working with in Virginia, but you know, coming into Freedom Hall uh, with that Kentucky team with Louis Dampier and Daryl Carrier and Dan Issel and Gilmore and and Goose Ligon and and Cincy Powell and that bunch, um, it, it, they were great games uh, and great atmosphere because the Colonels always drew so well and um, they had such a following. After three and a half years with the Squires, he gets the job with the Reds, sort of by accident. You took the job with the Cincinnati Reds. Did you take it because you were a Red fan, or you just thought this is a great career move? No, I'd, I'd only seen the Reds play one time in my life, and that, that was a question that was asked of me. Um, I applied for the job originally as a favor to the general manager of the AAA club that I worked for in Norfolk in the summertime when I was not doing basketball. And he thought enough of my work to recommend me to Dick Wagner, who at that time was the assistant general manager of the Reds, when they were looking for a guy because Al Michaels, after three years, had left to go to the Giants. And um, I applied more as a as a compliment to him because he thought enough of my work because I was still so wrapped up in pro basketball. But as time went by and they reduced the lists and, and I was continually in the running, and then I got word that, they had reduced a list of 10 people, and I was one of the 10. At that point, I decided I wanted the job. And fortunately, they narrowed it to three, and they flew me into Cincinnati for a face-to-face 
interview in January of, of 74, and I got the job. It was not a job that I, quite honestly, I would not have sought that position because I was so enamored with pro basketball. And he spent 46 years there. But he also did some broadcasting for UK basketball. For a couple of years in the 80s, you did TV broadcast for UK basketball. What was that like? Yeah. It was great. Um, I, they were not the most fruitful years by a long shot in, in UK basketball. Uh, Eddie Sutton was a coach, and Cliff Hagen was the athletic director, and their teams were not very successful in the uh I guess it was three years, maybe two years that I did the games. And I had the pleasure of, of working with Larry Connolly, who became a dear friend of mine. I was treated royally down there. Uh, I often said that if I ever had the opportunity of going back and doing any kind of basketball on a regular or semi-regular basis, it would have been at the University of Kentucky because of the way I was treated down there in the years in which I was a part of the of the broadcast team doing UK basketball. Um, I loved working in Rupp Arena. Um, uh, I just wish that the program had been more productive in the handful of years in which I'd been a part of it. He did the UK broadcast in the late 80s, right at the end of the Eddie Sutton era, and that's right before they went on probation. So the one-loss record was not so great during those couple of years he was involved. But he is best known as the Cincinnati Reds broadcaster, he fell in love with the Cincinnati area, even though he grew up in Virginia, had no connections to Cincinnati growing up. And yet he got so talented, or he was talented, and got so famous doing Reds games that he had several job offers from other major league franchises. He turned them all down, but there's one he almost took. I was truly blessed to come to the Midwest after growing up in the South and uh, coming to the Midwest, where I came to it with uh, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, West Virginia. Uh, I, I had numerous times to leave here and go to bigger markets broadcasting baseball. And every time I had to make a decision, it was always, I'm happy where I am. And I, the only place I really ever came closest to going to was Boston uh, to do the Red Sox games. I came close to that, but at the end of the day, this was just home for me, and and I've never regretted not going somewhere else. So I'm assuming the Red Sox offered you the job at one point. Oh, they did. I got the contract written out on a piece of yellow legal pad in my baseball room, which is in my basement. Um, they offered me a four-year deal uh, to come to Boston to do the Red Sox games, and I came close. Uh, because I love Boston. Uh, for me, that's the best ballpark in baseball. Uh, but I just, I, I love it here too much. I, I couldn't leave here. And as he mentioned, there were other offers, all to bigger markets, which meant more money. But he turned them all down because he was in love with living in this part of the country. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the fun. 
For 46 years, Marty Brenneman was the radio voice that brought the Reds' action to you. He retired after the 2019 season in his mid-70s. So doing it for that long and loving what he did led me to what I thought would be an obvious question. Do you miss doing the broadcast? Gary, I have not missed it one time. Not really? one, not even a half a time. Uh-uh. <laughs> when I walked out of that radio booth in 2019, the last home game that season, it, I, I viewed that as the, the, the closing of a chapter in my life. Um, I, I retired at a time in which I had my health, and thank God I still do. I'll be 81 next month. Uh, my wife and I travel extensively. We're going to Europe twice this summer. We're leaving in two weeks to spend 10, 12 days over in a number of different countries in Europe that I've not been to. And and um, so retirement has been wonderful for me. I, I tell people that when they ask me about it, I said, I can only hope it's going to be as good for you as it's been for me. But I've never missed it. It's interesting he doesn't miss it after having done it for 46 years retiring after the 2019 season. But for Marty Brenman, for many people, he was like part of the family, sort of like what Kay Wood Ledford was with UK basketball. You just heard him for so many years, for so many nights in a row, and he was the one to describe the action to you that, again, you felt like he was a part of the family. You felt like you knew him even if you never met him. So Marty Brenman now enjoying retirement. That'll do it for the show this week. Thank you so much for being with me. I certainly hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you'll be back with me here next week. I'll see you then. I'm Gary Fogle for Kentucky Sports Memories.